What's up, everyone? Welcome to This Day in Philly Sports History for November 30th, 2022. Hard to believe we're th- it's the end of November already. It just seems like yesterday we were following the, the Phillies in the World Series run. But all good things must come to an end, and we're looking forward to December here at This Day in Philly Sports History. Get, I have a lot of fun things coming up. I've done some planning as well for Back to the Future, so stay tuned for that. Just be on the lookout. But as I mentioned yesterday, there's a lot of things I have just floating around in my head that I just need to basically find the time. Working a full-time job and having two kids and a wife and a dog and all those responsibilities too. It's hard sometimes to carve out some time. So please be patient, but I appreciate you guys listening. Excuse me. There are definitely some fun things coming along the coming down the pike. So be on the lookout for that. We have a huge, huge Flyers update for today. They broke the 10-game winless streak finally. They beat the Islanders last night 3-1. to one, And I was kind of watching some of it. And they were a little chippy. And you kind of like to see that fire. I know a lot of these guys on this roster are going to be turned over as the, the season or next season comes along and, and they're able to get some draft picks and some young guys. But kind of want to see some of that fight. And... It was definitely, like I said, it was it was fun to watch. That's that old school hockey mentality with the the physicality and the the fighting. And I don't know, maybe I'm just an old school guy. Maybe I'm just a dinosaur, whatever you want to call it. Maybe I'm just a knucklehead. But I like to see the physical hockey. I like to see fights, and there were a few fights in that game, and it's just fun to see that. It reminds me of playing NHL '94 on Sega Genesis when you could fight and they had the ambulance come out, and like you could see the blood when you would punch a guy and, and check a guy. So, like I said, maybe I'm a Neanderthal. I don't know, but it was fun. One thing that was a pain in the ass, and and definitely going on a little rant here, but let me know if this is just me and my, speaking of dinosaur, my dinosaur TV, or is this something that you guys have experienced? Because the game was not on Comcast Sportsnet. It was on ESPN, I don't know if it was ESPN Plus or ESPN 3, but it was part of whatever their, uh, I forget what they call it, the their soccer plan. Um or soccer, hockey playing, the center ice or or whatever. But because it was through the internet, <clears throat> excuse me, I was not able to to flip back and forth during commercial breaks. And I don't know if this is a marketing ploy. It's definitely good for business because you're forced to, to watch those commercials. But I find the same thing happens on Thursday Night Football on Amazon Prime, where during a commercial, you're not able to flip to Another show, another game, whatever it is. Is this something that anybody else has experienced? Am I crazy? Um, let me know in, in all seriousness because it, it, if there's a trick to it, I want to know because there's a lot of – this is the first time actually I've, I've seen like a, a NHL or NBA game like that. But it happens all the time with Temple, whether they're uh, – Football, basketball, they're sometimes on ESPN, sometimes even CBS Sports app where it, it takes you through the internet, whatever the app is, and it's it's hard to flip back and forth. Even when I'm like I like I said, even Thursday night football. So is this me? Is am I crazy or does this happen to you? So let me know. But good to see the Flyers and that losing streak. But again, remember we're tanking for for top three draft picks, so let's maybe go on another ten game. Uh, losing streak, but have Carter Hart still play well like he has been. 
Sixers are back in action tonight against the Cleveland Cavaliers. This should be a decent test and a decent game for them. Both teams have similar records. Joe is back. Hopefully, we mentioned yesterday that Harden's on his way back. Temple LaSalle plays tonight at 6. Uh, probably going to have to deal with the same thing with the ESPN app where I can't flip back and forth through commercials. But And and the last thing I'll say about it, and the, and the thing that annoys me is a lot of times on the ESPN thing, they don't even show commercials. It just says your program will return shortly. So I, I don't know the point of that. Maybe I'm doing something wrong. Now I sound like an old man, like my dad. Like, how do you work this? But let me know. If there's something I can do, let me know. But – all that to say, oh, United States won. Uh, the USA soccer team beat Iran one nothing. They played great in the first half. Played a little prevent defense in the second half, but they were able to hang on, and they're moving on to the knockout stage. They have the Netherlands on Saturday. It's definitely going to be a tough game, especially with some of the injuries they the United States had. Um, Hopefully, soccer players are, are fast healers, but it's not looking too good. But it was still a fun, fun little ride. But good job to the United States soccer team. But this on this day in Philly sports history, we're going to go back to 1982. So November 30th, 1982, the Sixers lost to the Hawks, 111-97. to Dr. J had 21.7 boards. Andrew Toney had 14. Mo Cheeks had 12. But... The big story was Moses Malone had 25 points and 24 rebounds. Yes, 24 rebounds. Now, this loss, usually we don't talk about losses, but it dropped the Sixers' record to 13-3 and to start that season. They would go on to start the season 49-7, and eventually winning 65 games, which is a pretty, pretty good season. Now, the Moses Malone aspect of this is coming into this season, the Sixers were the runner-ups the previous year to the Lakers. They had lost the finals in six games. And coming into that season, the pass, uh, we talked about this before, from 1976 to 87, with the exception of two years, it was the Sixers and Celtics in the NBA Finals versus, I, th- I think there was a couple times Houston might have been in there, but... They had come into that season, like I said, the runner-up. They had been to the finals three of the previous six seasons, and then the other two of the three that they missed, they were in the Eastern Conference Finals and lost to the Celtics. So they were always there and just could never get over the hump. So they went out, and it was Sam Katz's first year owning the team. He went out and tried to sign Moses Malone. Houston matched the offer, so they ended up pulling off a signing trade where the Sixers got Moses Malone um, in exchange for Caldwell Jones. There may have been some other minor players and money or whatever exchange, but for the most part, the Sixers got Moses Malone for Caldwell Jones, and it was a great move for the Sixers. Uh, Malone would go on to win the MVP. They dominated that whole season, winning 65 games. He made the prediction, the faux, 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 where he said they were just going to sweep through the the NBA playoffs. Ended up being a uh, faux, five, faux, because they lost one game, I think, to the Bucks in the Eastern Conference Finals. Now, it was different back then because I guess there wasn't as many teams. Only six teams from each conference made the playoffs. So the top two teams got a bye. So that's why there was only three playoff series for them to win but it just was complete and total domination by the Sixers I think he gave them that edge to get over the top and 
add the fact that he was playing at an NBA level, getting 24 rebounds in games sometimes, which is just crazy. He was just a if you ever get a chance, watch some clips of Moses Malone just play. Just Google Moses Malone offensive rebounds. Like there were times where he would just. I mean, and I've seen some of the shots. Like, maybe he should have just stopped and maybe had a better look at it. But, I mean, he would just get in there, throw up a layup, miss, grab the rebound, throw up a layup, like, do this four or five times. So, I mean, he was just a monster. But I think his attitude and just the his monster just ability, coupled with all of the frustration since Dr. J had been there at the Sixers, I think they just – Unleashed, and when he comes out and says "fo fo fo," I think the whole entire team just rallied around that. And it was the last time the Sixers won the NBA championships. It was that this eighty two eighty three season. So that's why I wanted to mention it. Hopefully, this is a sign of things to come. Where the calendar's flipping to December. We got James Harden coming back. Maxi will be back eventually. You have guys like Tobias Harris and, and Shake Milton playing well off the bench. Let's get this. Let's get the Sixers on a run. We we did it with the Phillies. We we said this was hashtag new Philly. And we willed them to the World Series, and yes, we are going to take credit for that here at this day of Philly sports history. But let's try to will the Sixers to go on a run here. All right. Things are looking good. Let's pay homage to the 82-83 team, Moses Malone. I'm not making any faux, faux, faux predictions, but let's go. Let's get it. This is new Philly. Let's go Sixers. Let's keep it rolling. The Eagles are going to win this weekend. Temple beats LaSalle tonight. Go have yourselves a Wednesday. And until next time, I'll see you when I see you.